Welcome to the creative brain of Dean Hawk. Get ready to be challenged, inspired, and equipped to become a better ministry leader. Hey, this is Dean. Thank you so much for joining us this month. Uh, We are going to be talking about three degrees of change. Um, I grew up in uh, uh, Finley, Ohio, the north northwest corner of Ohio, and grew up going to the Indianapolis 500 for many years with my dad and my brothers and all that great, kind of great stuff. But when we talk about three degrees of change, one of the things that we see now in our life, in our ministry, in our personal life, in our public life, is you and I are probably not going to need to make major changes or major overhauls. But what we need to do is to make the small adjustments. And when we talk about the Indianapolis 500, I looked up, I couldn't find it for for this past year, 2020, because it was bumped and moved because of COVID. But in 2019, the pole position, which is the first place car in time trials from the 33rd car, The first place pole position car, average speed was 229 miles per hour, 0.992. From first place to 33rd place, the 33rd place car went 227 miles per hour, 0.327. An absolute massive difference of 2.67 miles per hour between first and 33rd and the other, you know, 31 cars are spread out in between there. We are talking fractions of a second, microseconds between each of the positions from 1 to 33. Well, what was the difference between coming in first and coming in last? Well, they all had tires. They all had powerful engines. It wasn't about the tires or the engine. It was about the micro-adjustment of the carburetor. It might have been the air intake. I'm not a mechanic, but, but maybe it was the, the wing adjustment. It was, a, and it was an adjustment on the suspension that when they took first place, they had gone in and made the small, minute adjustments, and it was the little extra that put them ahead of the rest. And when we look at our own life and ministry, most of us have the big areas down. But it's the insignificant changes, or that seem insignificant, that become significant. It's those small changes that cause us to win in our marriage, in our ministries, and in our walk with God. And so the thing that separates us and that pushes us forward and gives us that advantage is that 3% adjustment, that three degrees of change. If you were to uh, take a protractor and and lay it on a map of the United States and you could draw a, if we drew a straight line across the United States and then we took the protractor and we went to three degrees and then we drew a line three degrees of separation well, initially, it's, it, you could hardly tell that there was a difference. But when you go uh, 500 miles, 1,000 miles, and you go to 2,000 miles, and you end up on the other side of the United States, you are going to end up hundreds of miles apart by just a three-degree change of the direction that you're going on. 
And so I want to challenge you that in our lives, I want to challenge you to really consider where could I make the small adjustments? Where could I fine-tune my life, my ministry, to make um, to to cause to cause us to be more successful, to uh, win and come in first place versus last place in the Indy 500. Uh, another another example that will just help you understand this, and, and and to me it even almost has a has a greater impact, is the difference of going up three percent, the three percent change in grade. So if we're standing at sea level, and and we go up and we go one mile at a 3% increase, by the time we get one mile away, we have elevated to 158.4 feet. If we go 10 miles, we have elevated at a 3% grade, we have elevated to 1,584 feet in just 10 miles on a 3% grade. Well, you can do the math as you're thinking forward with me. At 100 miles, you've advanced to 15,840 feet in height. And at 1,000 miles, you have advanced to 158,400 feet in elevation by what? A 3% grade, a 3% increase over an extended period of time. What I'm saying is when we fine tune and we make the small adjustments in our disciplines, in our daily schedule, in our, in our reading habits, in our prayer habits, when we make those things, then it's going, when we make those small adjustments, it creates a big change. Not instantly. You might look after a week and say, well, I, I made these three adjustments and I'm, I'm not seeing any difference. I promise you, Ride this out, and it's going to cause you to elevate. So here's what I would ask you. What would happen if we gave an extra 3%? If we saved an extra 3% in our finances? What would happen if we, instead of just meeting the letter of the law of give and, and tithe 10%. My wife and I have chosen that we live by grace and we're not bound by a law of 10%. That The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 9, he who sows generously will reap generously. God has taken the lid off and he said, as much as you want to give and sow and be generous, I'm going to be that much more generous so that you can even be more generous is the way the scripture teaches us. So what if we gave an extra one, two, or three percent in our giving? What about our physical health? What if we gave three percent of every day to our physical health, to exercise? Well, three percent of 1,440 minutes in a day comes out to 43.2 minutes. What would happen to us physically? Everybody wants to lose, you know, that five, that 10 pounds, or, or maybe more. What would happen if we dedicated ourselves and we said, we're going to 
take a walk around the block. We're going to use that gym membership that, that we've paid for. That we're going to uh, take the kids to the park and get out and exercise. Take the dog on a walk. Um, Kim and I, uh, it's winter here in, in Colorado, and there are a few days that we can get out and take that walk. But it's one of our relationship building times. It's as healthy for us physically as it is relationally when we get away and have that walk and talk time. What if we invested 3% more into our marriage and into uh, 3% more in, in growing and building and doing the healthy things that make our relationships grow, of giving a little extra time to that personal connection time each day where we're downloading, talking, dialoguing about our day? Well, you know, one of the things that happens in marriage is, I don't know about you guys, but I think we've all heard or know someone personally that after 25, 30 years of marriage, they're getting a divorce. And, and when asked what happened, why are they getting a divorce? They say, well, we just grew apart. Well, typically, it's not of an infidelity that just happened and the marriage blew up. Yes, that takes place. But what typically happens is by year five, year 10, there starts to be a separation. Three degrees of separation. Three degrees that you're not connecting like you used to. And then it goes from year, from year, let's say it's year five to six to seven to eight to nine to 10 to 11 to 12. And if you're not watching on video, my hands are getting further and further apart. That by year 15, by year 20, you suddenly realized that you are extremely far apart in the way you spend your time and, and your, your time that you enjoy each other and hobbies and interests and likes and dislikes and, and basically doing life together. And what you've become is roommates. Well, how did that happen? It started by, instead of a, an increase of 3%, it was a 3% decline. And the same thing, the same truth will affect us that when we let down in our prayer life 3%, we might not notice it right away, but it will have a long-term effect. Or we let down 3 to 5% in our personal devotion time, maybe in our Bible reading. Maybe we let down our thought life 3%. We're not as guarded. We're not as sharp and protected as we were. And over the long haul, we're going to see the fruit of our actions. So my challenge to you is to develop yourself and grow yourself and push yourself. The things that makes one church grow and excel and exceed over another is not God's pixie dust over it. It's that they're doing the 3% more than maybe another church in town. They're contacting all of their newcomers. They're putting the extra effort in. I don't know what that looks like for you, but I want to challenge you and your team. How can we improve our game 3%? Well, most of you, maybe not all of you, but most of us, we watched the Super Bowl earlier this month. And we watched a 43-year-old Tom Brady rise to the occasion again, win his seventh Super Bowl at 43 years old. I was reading some articles about him, and some people would say, well, he's just lucky. Some say he came with natural talent, and he's got natural gifts and ability. But what I'm going to tell you is, in the articles I've read about him, he doesn't have an off-season. 
He trains year-round as though he is in season. He has a regimen and a routine that he follows. He doesn't eat sugar. He doesn't drink alcohol. He might have an occasional cheat, but he is highly disciplined in his workout, in his and his special diet and eating green. He goes to bed. Here is the the superstar of the Super Bowl goes to bed every night at 8:30 p.m. From 7.30 to 8.30, it's his time with his kids, reading them stories, putting them to bed. And at 8.30, he's in bed. And if I recall, he's up by 5, 5.30, and he's starting his workout and his morning routine and his exercise and everything that he's watching film. And he is, why is he advanced? Because he's highly disciplined. Jesus taught it this way. He said, go the extra mile. When the Roman soldier, you were, you were bound by law to carry their rucksack, whatever it was, you were bound to um, obey them one mile. Jesus said, don't just do what's expected of you. He said, go the second mile. Because here's what happens. The first mile, I'm doing it because you made me. The second mile, I'm now doing it and I'm in charge. The Roman soldier's not in charge. I'm in charge because now I'm caring because I'm doing it of my own will, not because of your will. And so I believe as ministers of the gospel, if we'll just invest in prayer, if we will will invest and, and give our study time, our, our, our sermon prep time, an extra 3%, or maybe we just practice and rehearse and pray and and give an extra 3% to our Sunday presentation of the Word of God, I believe over the long haul we will see a great difference. I've seen this in my own life. I never announced to anybody, I'm making this change. I never told my wife, I'm making this adjustment. I never said, I'm going to tweak and dial this. But over the last couple months, I've had members come up and they've said to me in the lobby, what are you doing? You're doing something different. I'm recognizing a greater anointing. Your words have more power. You seem like there's more passion. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't like a revelation. Oh, I'm going to do this. And it transformed. Because here's what it is, folks. So many people are looking for the one wonder change that will revolutionize their life, their walk with God, their marriage, their family, or their church or ministry. I'm going to tell you what, it's making, Jesus said, the little foxes spoil the vine. I'm going to tell you it's the 3%, the three degrees of change. It's the small changes that will grow the vine and those healthy, positive changes. And so all too often we get jealous of what others have rather than making the personal change and developing the personal disciplines to achieve what they did. And I've had friends will comment, wow, how can you guys afford to go on those nice vacations? I wish we could. You know what? It's because we placed a value on our time away and we've created the personal disciplines that we're going to put an extra three to eight percent away every paycheck into our vacation fund because it's a core value that is important to us. And so it's not that Another person can't have what we have, but you have to develop the personal disciplines. So here's where my challenge is. It's the smaller changes and the small adjustments in life that will take us higher or they will bring us lower.
The small changes, the small adjustments will take us higher or they'll take us lower. We've got to choose to live sharp and to walk in excellence. And it's the consistent small changes that produce the big results. You want a big result in your life, in your church, it begins with you. I don't know who to give credit to, but it was uh, a, a minister said many, many decades ago, I've heard it quoted multiple times, but it was this. He said, if you want revival in your church, go home, take a piece of chalk and draw a three-foot circle on the floor in chalk, and then get in the middle of that circle and pray for God to hit that circle with revival. He said, when revival hits that circle, revival will hit your church. Because as leaders, as pastors, we're catalysts. We are contagious. And we are going to draw people. We're going to be like that. Um, we're going to be like the, uh, uh, when you, when you, you're at the ocean and you know when the wave comes in and then it starts to, the tide starts to go out and starts to pull you out. We're going to be that undertow that pulls people deeper into the things of God, that causes them to let go of the shores of this life and they'll be captured in the undertow of our spiritual progress and our spiritual transformation. And so it's doubtful that you're going to do or change one thing about your church or about your life that's going to suddenly catapult it or move it forward. It's going to be the small changes. And so as we, as we think backwards, I think, I think back to 2020 and all of the small changes that we made in 2020 as we adjusted to COVID, that we said, you know what, our live audio that's coming through the house soundboard it sucks. It sounds really, really bad online. So we invested in purchasing a second board. We invested in having a second audio personnel. We built a small studio. You want? You say, we don't have room for a studio. We took an old abandoned restroom, pulled out the toilets, put in some sound baffling, and inserted uh, and created a small studio in something that's no bigger than a, a small walk-in closet. And then we, we said, you know what? We need an online host that can connect and talk with the people that are watching online. We need to prepare them that on Communion Sunday, we're letting them know, hey, Communion's coming up this Sunday. If you're at home, get your elements. Well, when you're at church, we're handing them to you. But if you're at home and suddenly we're saying, hey, let's partake of Communion, and you couldn't prepare, they're scrambling or they just say, ah, forget it. And then we made some changes in our giving platform. We pushed, uh, uh, changed over to push pay, and it's made our giving much simpler and much better. We made some small changes that when our host is up doing the welcoming our guests and, and reminding people about giving, that we added some undertow music to just make that segment not feel like it was lagging and sagging. And it's just some upbeat undertow music just to breathe some life in that. Most people, if you ask them, if we if they said, were, were, was music playing while, while Pastor Aaron was up there? They go, I don't know. But it's the small adjustments that we're making, small adjustments to improve. And collectively, all of those changes are causing a good response. And here's the way I'll finish it up with this. What seems impossible to achieve is extremely doable 
with just three degrees of change. If you said to me, if you said to me, can you climb Mount Everest? I've watched the documentaries. I love watching that and the, the tension and, and the challenge, the physical challenge, the mental challenge and, and the climbing and the ice and the avalanches and everything that's involved to, to, to climb to, to the, what is it, 20 some thousand feet into the air. Well, here's what I can tell you. I have a treadmill at my house and it will, it will go from zero degrees to 40 degrees in, in height and in, in adjusting. And here's what I can tell you. When I move it to three degrees, I can hardly tell a difference. But if I walk a mile at three degrees uphill, I've elevated to 150 feet or I've elevated to 1,500 feet over 10 miles. It wasn't a strain. It wasn't difficult. It wasn't hard. But that small change or adjustment will take me higher and further than I ever hoped or dreamed or imagined. So three degrees of change, ladies and gentlemen. Make those changes. Make those adjustments. How can I tweak? How can I dial my life in? Maybe it's turning off the TV for 3% less than what you've watched before. Maybe it's turning up your prayer life. Maybe it's turning up your devotional time. You figure it out. Make those changes and watch where you'll be 30 days, 90 days, 6 months, or better yet, see what God can do over the next 12 months, over the next year as you make those changes. So as we as we wrap this up, I just want to encourage you, check out all of our, our preceding podcasts. Be sure and share these with a friend. And then, as always, all of our sermon podcasts uh, uh, sermon series uh, are available at deanhawk.com free of charge. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you guys next month. Thank you for joining us today. For a free sermon series and teaching outlines by Pastor Dean, visit us at deanhawk.com. Be sure and join us next month as we continue our growth on leadership.